this Friday, Redemption Championship Wrestling presents Tap Out. Be there March 13th at the Mountain View Core Knowledge School, Canyon City, Colorado. Doors open at 6. Pablo Hernandez takes on Outlaw. Johnny Crash goes head to head with B Mobile. Chad Thomas versus Violent V. And wait, there's more. Lilith Graham will go one on one with Daisy. But Extreme will face Military Muscle Connection for the RCW Tag Team Titles. And Animal Sam will put it all on the line in a no DQ submission match against Balaam Lynx for the ultimate title. Critics are calling it a must watch. This will be epic. Hey folks, this is the guy Chad. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Potomac and more to come. You can catch us every Wednesday. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. another episode of the turnbuckle report i'm your host leland to my immediate right chad the guy what's up brother what's going on tonight man how you doing how you I'm feeling living my life i'm living my life i'm feeling i'm feeling lime bud light seltzer lime that's how i'm feeling no which kidding. ironically all it really tastes like is uh bud light lime so <laughs> yeah the, you know all these seltzers i've tried the whole variety pack at length now and uh, the only only one that doesn't that tastes like beer is um, is the lime one to me. So, but that you, is um, not why people are getting on this show is to hear me talk about the seltzers I uh, pour in my gauntlet. I'll tell you They're right here. now, I have I, I, I got to bring this up because I'm drinking the Blue Moon mm-hmm. competitive version, the Light Sky mm. Citrus Wheat. Light Sky. Yeah, hey, citrus brother. Wheat. Yeah, brother, you want to get down on this shit, bro? Hey, you want to take a hit? <laughs> You know, here's the, the one thing I really don't like about these seltzers is the cans they put them in. I mean, look, we're on video tonight. Look at my hand. Look at my hand with this. I, 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 I Look, I look like there might be something wrong upstairs, if you know what I'm saying. Look at my yeah. hand. I feel like... It's too big over this can. I feel like this is getting dirty. Like, I feel like this is a dirty FaceTime call right now. Ooh. And the folks at home can't see this, but Ooh, I'm looking it at... It is a little dirty. I'm looking at the voice Leland right now. Ooh. Ooh. No, no, no. Ooh. All we got to talk about, I can do a little shimmy. uh, uh, uh. You know why I can do a shimmy? Because I saw in person Brandy Rhodes. Oh, Brandy Rhodes. Oh, that's right. You were at AEW Dynamite live and in person. You didn't watch it on TV. I was. You were there. Thank you, everybody. This is all the applause. Please don't applause, but applause. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I was there. I had the time of my life. It was amazing. My son's first wrestling event. Uh, man, I just, I can't wait to dive into, uh, what we saw in that event. Oh my gosh. It was just, it was such a great show. What did you think of it overall? It, you know, probably not the same experience you had cause I watched it on TV, but, uh, you know, I feel like that was a good 
after pay-per-view show. Uh, there was a lot mm-hmm. of... Uh, good follow-up. Some people some people showed up at this event uh, that I felt mm-hmm. was good. Uh, got the crowd nice. popping. Um, I really expected Matt Hardy to show up, and he didn't. I was, no. I, I was, I was, I was ninety nine percent positive that Matt Hardy was going to show up and be revealed as the leader of the Dark Order, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, they're still dragging this thing out, and I think I'm interested to the point where I want to see who the leader's going to be. Yeah, but uh, that's about it. The are you that? Are you that invested in that story at all, though? I mean, do you? Not are you feeling it? I am at about. I'm about as invested in that storyline as Monday Night Raw. You know, actually, though, I thought Monday Night Raw was good at the beginning because, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know if yeah, I'm diving in too end, early, right? but I don't know if I'm diving in too early because I know we, I know we get into these things, and and I mean we're only like a couple minutes in, but I feel like this might be too early. But the only thing that I really enjoyed about Monday Night Raw, and it, it caused me to have a whole different perspective about this guy, was Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, given <laughs> given uh, Drew McIntyre the push, he got him over. Like to me, that was that's just something you don't see Brock Lesnar doing. So is this a sign that Brock Lesnar's going away, or is this a sign that he's here to stay? I don't know, man. All I know is I'm I'm pumped tonight. I'm having fun tonight. We got the video <laughs> thing going, and <laughs> you're wanting chat. to talk about Brock Lesnar. I'm <laughs> I'm really you're jerking off your Bud Light bottle here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm messing with you. It's like we're back in high school again. And you're trying to see the if teachers I'll, talk and yeah, the you're trying to see if I laugh. You're trying to won't. stay focused. Yeah, and I'm trying to get you to pop. It's it's like we're in, we're it's like we're in science class. All I over. feel like you're never gonna get me through these notes, man. Seriously though, do you feel like this is Brock here to stay, or Brock is about to head out, man? Like you you never see Brock take the fall. Like he like Drew McIntyre of all people. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Well, Brock does not have a contract with UFC anymore, so I'm pretty sure Brock is here to stay, and it would not surprise me to see him retain at WrestleMania. He sold it, though. Like, he yeah. sold it so well. Like, well, he, I was he's like, selling wow. it. Yeah, he's selling that Claymore. Yeah. So they're amazing. really setting it up. They're really setting it up that that's what's going to happen. He's going to take three Claymores, and he's going to be out. Um, but I just – and the reason I say I wouldn't be surprised to see him retain somehow – is it's just every other match on the card right now, I feel like I can predict in a way. So they've got to have some unpredictability, and that might be where they go. I don't know. I, I hope not, though. I hope that's just the Bud Light Seltzer talking, because uh, that would really suck. All this all this hype they're putting into... Oh, my God, I just forgot his name. What do you mean? Who's the guy he's wrestling? Yeah. Are I just we forgot his name. wrestling right now? What's his name? What's his name? I got nothing out of name. I'm on baby. What's the name? What's going on? I forgot where we're at. Who's the guy we're talking about? The rest of the. Oh my god. And now it's time to play. that name the rules are simple we show you a person you tell us their name drew mcintyre drew Ma- oh my lord wow dude wow. so this is why you gotta stop fucking around on the podcast That's take this it. shit a little more seriously wow i screwed my own self up here and you know what it's usually me who can't remember the wrestlers names and you're the one that's it's like the oh video. becky lynch it's the video messing me up it's the video yeah hey I, you know before we dive in a little more i want to i want to say something 
So last week you brought up my son with the whole Whopper and cheese thing. And uh, right. by the way, I could go for a Whopper and cheese right now. Okay. But, you know, our kids, they uh, they talk to each other. They're, you know, even though they're states away, they're talking to each other. All the time. So I jump on the phone. And I'm like, hey, buddy, talking to your son. Hey, uh, and your daughter, by the way. Who Who's your favorite voice on the Turnbuckle Report? They said, Dad, of course. They said, it's you. <sighs> They said it's you. You can smile. You can grin because I'm chasing the hug even with your kids. I can't get anybody to like me. It's this really is so weird to hurt my me. feelings. It's so weird for me. I don't. When I think of the Turnbuckle Report, I can't think of it without Leland opening the show. I attempted that once, you know? I did an episode <laughs> where you were gone and I was the yep. lead. Go back to the same And room, right? I thought it was. I thought it was our worst episode to date. No, not at all. I did, man. I was like... Hello, folks. <laughs> this is the guy, Ch- Chad. Ooh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm freezing right now. Is anybody else in the room cold? I am. <laughs> Can so anybody this, tell me, me think of where we're going with this episode? Let me maybe think of something. You're a funny guy. I'm a funny guy. We both don beautiful beards. You know? Yeah. We're, we're, we're beautiful people is what I'm trying to say here. Well, you What's know, the difference? What's the difference, Chadwick? What is it? You have a you have a wonderful nickname. The I don't guy. have a nickname. You're the guy. I don't have a nickname. <clears throat> so here's what's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna give myself a nickname. It's finally time. Yeah. And I was thinking, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time was The Rock. And when he one came up. out in WWE, he was Rocky Maivea. He was he was uh, white bread, right? I mean, he was just bland. He was boring. Bah, 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 bah. So. Green and turquoise and blue. What did he do? He put himself over by calling, by being arrogant and calling himself the people's champ. Uh-huh. So I, my friend, I'm the people's host, okay? The people's this host? Is, this is Leland, the people's host. You heard it here first. Whatever the date is, you heard it. I'm the people's host. What do you think? So when you open the show, you're going to say, Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckles Report. This is the people's host, Leland. To my right, the guy, Chad. Yeah, so you're already saying what it better up, than me. Brother? You see, you can't do that. Because you're already saying it like better than I feel like I would say it. So don't do that. Don't take any more of my 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 shine, okay? Mm. Speaking of which, that was a fantastic movie I saw the other day. Which one? I was watching the, uh, it's not the sequel to The Shining, Dr. Sleep. Oh, I haven't seen that I actually yet. really enjoyed it. Pretty good, huh? It was a pretty good movie. It was uh, not quite like The Shining, but it was a good movie. Um, I have no idea where that came from. When you said The Shine, I keep thinking every time because they kept bringing it up. He's like, girl, let your shine shine through. Let it shine And, and then through. I also think about how in our, in, our, in, our, in our meetings, quote unquote, text messages, mm-hmm. project meetings. Business we, we, meetings. All of a sudden, we just keep doing this thing. We're like... Thanks, Brother Leland. <laughs> Let the light shine through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Brother Chad. Um, You're welcome, Brother Leland. Let I the light it, shine. I think it sets a nice tone. It really does for, for what you're trying to do. So that's like, what we're going to do. I feel like I'm, this becomes like the religious channel or the religious kind of <laughs> podcast. Who was, who was the guy that predicted the end of the world back in 2011? It was like family Christian radio. Yeah. He always had that real deep voice. Let the light shine through, brother and sister. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to TBR on TBN. 
Uh, we haven't oh, even talked about anything man, relevant yet, have okay. we? Here's what I want to get Beth to. Phoenix! I don't want to talk about Beth Phoenix. Fuck that, then, I guess. You're going to make me sing again. You're going to make me sing again in my little <laughs> Beth Phoenix song. And I don't want to do that. I want to talk about the final inductee that we saw into the Hall of Fame. We have the card yeah. now, and it goes as follows. The NWO, of course. Yep. The Bellas. That makes sense. <laughs> Batista, <laughs> absolutely, yep. and drum roll, please. <clears throat> John Bradshaw Layfield, Layfield, or, or more more better known as JBL. I JBL. really like that pick. I really yeah. like that he's going. He was like an old cowboy Bob Orton heel type. Yeah, most of his career, you know. Man, when he was in the that tag team with Ron Simmons, I just, I mean, he had that funny hair, you know, Damn. the long hair and everything, and then he wore those things around his his arms like the under or not the Undertaker, the Ultimate Warrior did. Um, right. I liked him I a lot miss, better I like as, that J, of JBL, as JBL with the white hat and everything. But uh, no, I was really pumped. Era. I was really pumped yeah. to see him go in, man. I think that's going to be good. Uh, now I'm I'm really excited for the card. When they announced the whole Bellas thing, I'm like, ah. I don't know, and I'll tell you, I get more excited for the Hall of Fame than I than sometimes I even do the the, the actual event, WrestleMania, um, and that's well, that's kind of sad to say that, but I do. I I like to I like seeing uh, those old guys come back. I like seeing who's going to induct them. It's a whole great show. It's a WWE feel good moment. What can I say? So that I means Randy Orton is obviously a future Hall of Famer, and and on top of this, so isn't this wild to me? Like clearly. The guys going into the Hall of Fame um, are the Ruthless Aggression Era people. Pre-Ruthless, yes. just in between Attitude and Ruthless with the NWO. Yeah. Um, but it's it's Ruthless Aggression, right? What was WOWE thinking with the Bellas? Like, well, we might as well just throw one PG Era team in there too, I guess. Why I have no clue, man. I've been trying to put this together in my head. Like, why are... The bell is going in, and it's not making a whole lot of sense to me, to be honest with you. There's nothing. There's nothing unless it, unless it's still wrapping around their show. They their, created their little, total divas. Reality show. That's about yeah. it, right? They created total yeah. divas. It's something to do with the show, I'm sure. It probably has nothing else to do with anything relevant to actual WWE wrestling. Um, it just has more to deal with that stupid. I won't call it stupid. I've actually watched it. That <laughs> reality show. Uh, <laughs> Man, Miz and Morrison, man, they just won the Elimination Chamber. Shit. Anyways, we're really? recording this live during Elimination Chamber. This is this yeah. is how dedicated we are, mm-hmm. and I'm pissed that it wasn't heavy machinery. But anyways, um, well, that yeah, the bills don't make sense to me. That kind of kills my SmackDown sense. notes there because uh, I thought the heavy machinery was finally getting the push that we've all wanted them to get. And um, I keep saying that WWE's a dumpster fire. If they were smart with this, they would at least have had them in the match. As the final, you know, final tag teams in the match with Miz and Morrison, I would have liked to have seen that because I feel like Miz and Morrison will give them the push. Mm-hmm. They're really good heels. They'll push those faces, right? Um, to have the Usos in there with, again, poor creative, poor booking, poor everything. I'm just so. This is why I'm so glad AEW came out when it did. Oh man, yeah, I, I'm so pumped about AEW, and you just kind of segued me there. I want to. Can we? Can we finally get into the live event? Can yeah, we go talk ahead, about? I mean, we have a lot to talk about. And we're w- running out of time. I'll we tell you why. Very little time. 
I'll tell you why this was so special and near and dear to my heart. Not only do I love great wrestling, but the feeling in the crowd. There, this, this stadium was pretty packed, man. And I know it's a smaller stadium. It's not the Pepsi Center or anything like that. Uh, First Bank Center. I think I think their capacity is you know somewhere around that, you know seven eight thousand mark. I'm I'm not really sure, but it, it was it was pretty full, um, and you can see that on TV. They 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 portrayed that very well. The entire crowd was just hot, and I'll tell you right now, I I, I didn't sit much. I mean, the entire the entire show, you were pretty much on your feet. Were by the end of the show, which they have a nice format. They do a couple dark episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. What the hell am I talking about? I'm thinking about our show. They do a couple dark matches, and then they, the event, they do Dynamite, and then they do a couple more dark matches uh, to end the event. So it's really cool. Um, the entire time people are standing, the the entire ex, 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 uh, especially the uh, the main event, oh, my gosh, they nobody was sitting down. When Jericho came out, um, you know, you get you see Moxley getting jumped, which was uh, in that uh, we were in that aisle, so we were looking up, you know, seeing him getting taken back and getting jumped and all right. that stuff. Uh, a lot of fun, very exciting. The crowd was into it. Uh, they <laughs> there was a number of times my son just looks at me because you know how wrestling fans are and how they start chanting and some of the things they say. Um, you know, one of them was F Jericho. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, so they yeah. started this whole F Jericho chant. My son just looks at me. I'm like, no, you cannot say that one. You can say, <laughs> you know, whatever. You can't say that one. That's not one we're doing. So, but it, with it, with that being said, it was a lot of fun. And of course, the pop for the night for me. Uh, and you, I'm sure all of our fans heard it on the video that uh, we posted on on Facebook. Was when Jake the Snake came out. Oh, oh my, my goodness. I mean, you were texting me during that. I could hear you in the video. You were just. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Yeah, I was losing it. I love you, Jake! <laughs> Absolutely, I was losing it, man. I was totally losing it because you know, my and it's reminiscent. You know, my very first, uh, my very first live pro wrestling event. Uh, you know, I was about six years old. Jake the State comes walking out, and I'm sitting right in the aisle seats, and I can see him, and it, he scared me. I mean, it wasn't just the snake. I mean, the snake was daunting enough. He had this, you know, huge python in his bag over his shoulder, but it was his face. Like he just had this face. Like man, I, I he would just, he would just eat your face. I mean, it's just, right. just scary. So that was like one of my first feelings where I was like, oh, man, this guy could, I don't want to mess with him. I mean, he, I think he legitimately kick anybody's ass in here. And he probably could at that time. But, um, yeah, so that kind of hooked me. And then, you know, we see his, what did he say it was? This is his first time in a ring in, what, 20 years or something like that? It was a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. So it was crazy because when, when the music started playing, so the, the video, the TV doesn't kind of do this justice, but... They start playing the music, I would say, 10 seconds prior to the name popping up on the screen. So you can hear that in the arena. I, I couldn't capture that on TV, but you could hear it in the arena. So I'm hearing this, that like poison kind of music. 
I'm like, holy shit, that sounds like Jake the Snake. No way. No. And then the rock beat kicks in because obviously they can't have the exclusive rights to the WWE song. And then bam, there's the Jake the Snake sign. Oh, I lost it. And you can, yeah, you can definitely hear it in the in the video because I'm like, oh my god, Jake, I love you. I'm throwing my you panties just, at like, him. Slobbering all over your face, like, oh my god, Jake. Yeah, I threw my panties at him. He he threw up and then threw them back at me. Um, <laughs> That's great. You know, it was it was so much fun though, and for my son to be there and experience that with me was just amazing. I, I like know having he's that come be a full lifelong... circle for you too. Yeah, and and I just know that Jesse's going to be a lifelong uh, wrestling fan now because because. That's why we love pro wrestling, right? Because of right. those those kinds of experiences and these larger than life characters, poetry exactly right. in motion, um, just doing their thing in that ring, and you just you fall in love with it. <clears throat> I mean, most most wrestling fans are obviously kids. I mean, that's that's their target demographic is to get those young kids in there. And I feel like a lot of our generation are still wrestling fans because we. You know, we had that attitude era that mm-hmm. kept us engaged in the WCW with the Monday Night Wars. So we have a lot of wrestling investment. So it's kind of hard to let that go. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think even for like uh, the Big Dogs generation with the ruthless aggression with John Cena and JBL and uh, Dave Batista, like yeah. it's crazy in my mind to think about that too, with with how that that works for for young guys, how they pick a wrestler that makes this huge impact on them. Like for me, it was Hulk Hogan when I was a kid, uh, the rock and roll express. If you want to even go mm-hmm. a little further there. Um, and, and then when I got a teenager, it was the rock. Yeah. And, and you know, I wasn't a big stone cold fan cause I really liked it when, when they were feuding. I don't know why I wasn't a stone cold fan. It's just weird. Uh, and then now I can't really name a wrestler that I'm just so over on right now. Maybe orange Cassidy is, is starting to get in there a little bit. Um, and I'm not talking about a Mount Rushmore or anything like that. I'm just saying wrestlers that are making an impact. And as an adult right now, I feel like maybe Orange Cassidy's starting to make a little bit of an impact on me. I'm starting to really like that gimmick. And then maybe, uh, you know, John Moxley. Um, on the WWE side, though, for a minute there it was Aleister Black. But right now, no, I, I ain't feeling it, man. There's There really isn't anybody in the WWE right now that's just giving me that deep impression of, uh, you know, gets me excited when they're in the ring. Um Right now, I I still have that feeling um, with the fiend because I don't. I know we talked a lot about him on the last episode. I still have that feeling because I I have hope. I'm an optimistic that they're not going to completely kill this character. Um, I get that feeling with Randy Orton, and and I think what you're what what I'm tapping into there for what you're trying to say is, I'm I'm an adult man, right? (laughs) I got my own responsibilities. I'm living my own life. I'm not really that person that's going to like fanboy out just, you know, I mean, it'd be cool to meet some certain people, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm kind of past that stage in my life where I'm going to, I'm going to chase after this celebrity, I guess you can say. Right. With that said, if I would have saw Jake the snake after the event in the lobby, you know, I would have, I would have totally fanboy out. But I think of what wrestlers right now, would I stand in a line to get their autograph? And when it comes to WWE, AEW, yeah, I mean, I think we could take up the rest of the episode talking about the hows and whys. WWE, it would definitely be Bray Wyatt, and I'm talking just current roster. Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. I mean, I have to throw Edge in there because yeah, now he's he's on their roster. Right. Um, but that's really not fair. We're talking about guys that have that have been in the business for already 10, 15, 20 years. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Who would it be? Other than those guys, I don't really know who who I would stand on the line for. I mean, I think it'd be cool to have a drink with uh, with Heavy Machinery. 
Just so I could oh, say, yeah, just so I could say, Tucky. That'd be kind of cool. Tucker. Yeah, Otis exactly. But uh, you know, other than that, you're absolutely right. I don't know that there's too many guys that that are over in that capacity. They really want Roman Reigns to be over. They really want yeah, everybody in the world. And, we, exactly. and we're pushing that. We yep. want the organic yep. characters that are going to come up and make us give us that feeling naturally. We don't want to shoved in our face. Roman Reigns had the potential to do that. He has it. He has it. And I think I think that's what WWE creative and Vince see is that he has that spark. But they're not allowing Roman to do that naturally. They're trying to take control of it too much. And they're trying to force it down your throat. And us as the WWE universe are fans if you will, or wrestling fans like you and I, because I don't consider myself a WWE fan. I consider myself a wrestling fan. Yeah, and we'll get here, into here. why here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I don't want it. I'm going to push back a little bit. And see, this is why. This is why I'm excited about the opportunities that are coming for our podcast for for Turnbuckle Report because we're going to get opportunities to get into um, indie circuits now. See the up and comers. See these guys that aren't on our TV screens all day long. And try to get a feel from it from a different angle. And I feel like that's a good way to really understand, like, what organic wrestling is all about. And I, and I feel like with what we see on TV, minus AEW, let me say this. WWE does a good job of ring management. Their their um, their referees' engagement is really good. Uh, how they manage the, the, the time of the matches are real good. And, and I feel like there's just a little bit more control. Where in AEW, it's kind of the wild, wild west right now. But I feel like most promotions that start out like that, WCW, NWA, a lot of these guys have that wild, wild west person- things going on when they're first young and they're trying to make it happen. Um, so I feel yeah. like AEW yeah. might change that. But outside that, their character developments, how things are happening organically, how nobody's getting buried in AEW has just been amazing. And so I feel like with this indie circuit thing that might be coming our way, you know, um, this will give us an opportunity to really see wrestling from the nitty gritty. Um and I'll let you kind of get into well, that. Well, what you're, but. you know, I kind of want to put a bow on this AEW thing, and, and I want to throw one more question at you. Um, and I, I appreciate the teeing up. I know what you're doing there, and I appreciate that. The in Denver, we've been doing this for a while, so I, I, <laughs> I, I can read you. In Denver, this is our first um, time seeing John Moxley donning the AEW title, which, by the way, it looked great on him. Um, he just looks like he was born. To be the AEW champion, I don't know what it is, right. and maybe I was a little starstruck because I was like five feet from him or whatever. But uh, you know, he just looks like he was meant to be that champion. So, and I, I note, you know, you watch the show and you see how they're positioning him. He's getting beat up, and you knew. I mean, come on, you don't have to be watching wrestling very long to know. He got his ass whooped out in the foyer. Foyer. Mm-hmm. You knew he was coming back at the end of that match. You knew he was going to right. He's just he's Stone Cold 2.0. You knew it was coming. So, how do you keep my attention as a lifelong wrestling fan when I know that's going to happen? And I'll tell you how they did that. I knew he was coming. I knew his music was going to hit. Darby Allen. Oh my God, did he go over? I mean, I I was a Darby Allen fan before that match, but now lights out. Forget about it. They get it, Darby Allen. I don't want to sidetrack too much here, but I, I gotta say this. Darby Allen is the reason AEW needs a worker's belt. This is why they need a cruiserweight uh, uh, equivalent to a United States championship, uh, IC champ, whatever they want to call it. They need a they need a worker's belt for guys like him. 
because he's he's almost there. He's almost there. So anyway, totally over on Darby at this point. The whole skateboard gimmick, it's it's awesome. Uh, the, and every kid in that crowd was just, oh my god, totally over on Darby. So well, this, that belt would give Pac something to do. Orange Cassidy, yeah, uh, it, Darby it, Allen. I gotta think that that's in the works. I gotta think they're doing something because we're just fans. And um, what do you say all the time? Fans of the of the fan. We we're see fans, that we're fans for the fans. Exactly. The fans. We see that. So the, the AEW creative have got to see that too. So I trust that they're going to do something there. With that said, we know Moxley's going to come back. We know he's going to make his comeback and he's going to try to kick some ass. This is the fighting man. That's what they're trying to create him to be is the fighting champion. You already said it like Stone Cold. No matter where I'm at, what my odds are, I don't care if it's five to one, one to one. I don't care what it is. I'm the fighting champion, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come right. after you. That's how they engaged me. N- not that Moxley did something out of the box or amazing. He did what you're supposed to do in pro wrestling. He came back at the end of that match after Darby had been beaten. You know, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna have the redemption here. Um, who really needs the credit is Jericho. Jericho. I don't know how he's captured this after a, what is he at now, 25, 25 year, something like that career. I don't know how he's still captured being such a son of a bitch. How has he done that? Because I've, I have literally, in, in probably four different times in my wrestling life, I've loved and I've hated this guy. How does he keep doing that? And I'm thinking that of Frank Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly Thomas Mahomes. It. That's exactly Patrick it. Mahomes. Yep. And and he's even making fun of us at the at the Denver uh, uh, arena because we couldn't all chant, you know, he sucks or whatever in unison. It was kind of funny. But uh, you know, in that Matt, you just see his face like, oh, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna get you now. I'm smarter than you, Moxley. And you know it's all coming, but it's executed so well. And seeing the inner circle, I think I had to see it live. <clears throat> seeing how they interact with each other. They've got these faces on them all the time, like, yeah, we're just cocky SOBs. And man, do you just hate that. So right. when all five of them this threw him in through that table, they I'm telling you, lights went out. Moxley didn't stand up for a while. They made sure they went all the way. They got him in the stretcher. My son, you know, so the, the arena, I don't know if you know where the area is at, but there's like a hospital literally across the street. And then the hotel where we were staying at, we're walking back to the hotel. My son's like, yep. There's the hospital, Dad. Yep. That's the hospital. I bet we go in there right now. John's in there. I'm betting you. <laughs> I don't have the heart. I know he listens to the show. I love you, kid. I don't mean to break your heart, but he really didn't go to the hospital. <laughs> but <laughs> it was so good. It was so good because after the lights went out and they're in their dark matches, they're still hooking this dude up on a stretcher. So th- that's what I'm saying. I-, I hope I didn't lose anybody on that whole tangent, but... What it comes down to is I know what's going to happen, but you execute it so well that you've got me engaged. So that that's what I think AEW is doing really well, um, where WWE, we do know what's coming, but they play it down like with this PG thing so much. And I, I know I keep calling it the PG era and we're not in the PG era, but it not just anymore. feels like that. It just, from it. it just feels like, gee, we're not in the PG. We're in the G era now. That, I mean, that's that's how bad I think it's got. We're in the Disney era. Oh, I mean, Disney Plus is, I mean, aren't in their talks, they're getting ready to buy out the network or something. So I heard some, some BS rumor. ESPN, Disney, something, yeah. You know, this this brings up a good point. <clears throat> do you don a beard? <laughs> I do I don a beard. beard. Mm, it's beautiful. Do you know what's important about this? 
mm-hmm. Pixel Beards. Ooh. Do you know how you get 20% off your first purchase at pixelbeards.com? Why I don't, the guy. Well, let me explain it to you, Leland, because I feel like it's important. Uh, if you use TBR1 as your promo code, you can get 20% off your first purchase. You can get some chapstick. Mm-hmm. You can get some beard bone. You can get all the good <laughs> things that will make this beard look so good. When you yeah. come out of the shower, you put that on, and your honey's standing outside, and she's like, damn, boy, where'd you get that shit? And you'd be like, pixelbeards.com, TBR1 got 20% off my first purchase. Mm-hmm. Back to you. If First of all, if my wife ever said, damn, son, look at you. <laughs> I have no clue what I would do. I mean, usually I get out of the shower and she's like, oh my God, you're naked. I'm like, yeah, I just got out of the shower. Yeah, I know. Put some clothes on. Okay. I mean, seriously, you don't have to be so she, hurtful. See, that's what Pixel Beards does for you. Like they, the, the lady in your life. You're right. You're right. And, 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 and they, they look at you. The person in your life looks at you and goes, mm-hmm. shit, that beard is so good. I forgot you were naked. Fuck. <laughs> well, I'm getting some now. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's what pixelbuilds.com will do for you folks. Yeah, absolutely, folks. Rush over to that website. There's so many great products on there. I mean, I know we're not doing it justice by giving everything, but it's it's a great uh, great web, website, and definitely use that TBR1 to get yourself that 20%. Speaking so of promotions. promotions, I want to talk, let's go. Yep, yep, here we go. I want to talk some promotions. So we have a great opportunity, and I cannot wait to talk about it. I know that uh, if you, if you listen to this show, it. if you listen to this show, and you're not following us, us on Facebook, you are doing yourself a disservice. I'm going to tell you. They are. It's, 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 a, it's a damn shame what you're missing out if you're not going to our Facebook page. That's right. All three of us, now I can say all three of us because... Uh, you're officially on now. This just in. You're an admin of our Facebook page now. I finally have a Facebook. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's. I feel weird about it. But anyway, we are posting all the time wrestling stuff funny stuff serious stuff just wrestling all the time our twitter needs some work but yeah yeah facebook is where it's at if you are not on our facebook then you are missing out period one of the things you're missing out on is you wouldn't know that we have a great opportunity as the turnbuckle report to be at a live wrestling event on march 13th we're going to be in canyon city colorado we're going to be there with Redemption Championship Wrestling. That's RCW. They're a local um, indie market wrestling company here in Colorado, all over the state. Uh, they are just going to have they have such a card ahead of us. And every day I've been I've been posting a new um, a new card so you can see the wrestlers that are going to be on there. You're going to see the the talent that's um, that's going to be presented. And these this talent they're coming from New Mexico. They're coming from Texas. They're coming from Colorado. All over this area, uh, it's a new promotion. They've been around about a year now, but man, they're just—it's it, it, hot. They're doing some great things, and we are so honored to be a part of their, uh, to be a part of their show and be invited as a guest there. Um, so, if you're in the area, you're any of our Colorado fans, get down to Canyon City, Canyon City, Colorado, All right, uh, I'm there. seven o'clock. I'm coming. Then I guess you've you got convinced it, me. I'm on, I'm on my way. Seven o'clock, man. It's just gonna be—it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so much fun. I have to give a shout out to um, Johnny Crash, who's on the card. Yeah, he's been giving some love to our Facebook page. He's been sharing some of our posts. Um, I, I checked out his gimmick a little bit. He's mm-hmm. looking. He's a big boy, but he's looking good. <laughs> he's looking good, man. I'm he's liking me good, some Johnny baby. Crash, man. Yeah, I'm liking some Johnny Crash, baby. I don't know if he's heel or face, but I don't care. He's gonna do him, and I love it. I mean, looking at him, he's definitely a heel. Definitely, he has a heel. to be right. He, he has to be a heel. Be. Uh, Leland, we're going to be there. Um, so yeah, for our fans, I know our demographics big in Texas right now. We, 
we need to get more Colorado people listening. But uh, if, if you're in Colorado and you're going to find yourself in Canyon City, Colorado, um, Leland and I are going to be at this event. Uh, we'd be happy to talk wrestling, shake your hand. Uh, thank you for being a, a part of our, our podcast every Wednesday. Um, I'm looking forward to this event. I, you know what? I just love wrestling, man. I don't care if you're a big promotion, small promotion. If you're a wrestling promotion, I, I, I'm going to love it. And I am super excited to be over at uh, RCW coming up this weekend or next weekend. Uh, I guess I can officially say this weekend, huh? Cause we're, we're yeah, because when, when, our, when our fans hear this show, it's two days away. We always right. drop on Wednesday. So, yeah, it'll be two days away. Um, I'm just, I'm just super excited. I'm super excited. And, and to see Can't those to updates, get on Facebook to see those updates we're putting on there every day, um, to see all the details. Um, and I'm just, I'm just, I can't tell you how excited I am. It's going to be, it's going to so be fun. If you guys don't get on our Facebook page, we're going to find all, every one of you mm-hmm. and ask you why. Well, we're not going to hurt you. We're not even going to stop. We just want to know why you're not on our Facebook page, folks. Was That's that absolutely weird? right. No, I don't That's think it's weird at all. I, I'm not, I honestly, I don't have the time, income, resources to go to everybody and be like you listen to our podcast but you won't get on our facebook page can you explain yourself please <laughs> can, you, can you please go ahead and explain yourself because right now we're gonna need some answers <laughs> i don't have time for that folks but before i'll tell we, you before we get off of this real quick though i want everybody just to put it on your calendars march 13th tap out by rcw it's going to be at the mountain view core knowledge school the address is on our facebook uh, so get on there, hit the follow, and you'll get all these updates. Tickets are only 15 bucks. Eight and under is free. You cannot get a better deal than this. It's at Mountain View Core Knowledge School. It's going to be a great time. Cannot wait to see our fans there. Uh, I know we've created some buzz, so I'm, I'm pumped to interact with our fans and um, just have a great time. What a good plug. Hey, what a great episode, man. Um, I, I have night. to say, though, AJ Styles and Alistair Black are putting on a clinic. So for those of you that did watch Elimination Chamber, at least there were some bright sides to this uh, pay-per-view. So, hey, what, what can I say about Elimination Chamber? Woo. Well, I know what to say. Whether you heal, whether you're babyface, do you, baby. This has been a Dogcast production.